another wonderful day with another great episode for the Jam On It podcast on your KCSS. I'm your host, Chanel. I have another band that you listeners should totally jam out to. They're from San Francisco. They're a dark indie pop band. They go by New Spell, and you're going to be hypnotized with their dynamic, lavishing synths. And you're going to hear the music that I'll be playing in between the interview that I had with singer and keyboardist Leanne Kelly. And in part one of our conversation, we discuss about our mutual podcaster friend and why the Bay Area music scene has a very special place for Leanne. But first, we're going to listen to New Spell's track, Home, remixed by Vandamoon, here on your KCSS. Oh, 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 
Leanne, you were with my friend Mike Matthews' podcast, Mike's Daily Podcast. And when you were on his show, you guys discussed the origins of New Spell. And I know that your band originally was from Southern California, LA, and then you relocated to the Bay Area with your bandmate Jacob. And I know that you both had jobs in the Bay Area too. So why is it important to represent the Bay Area music scene? I think that Yes, there are certainly hubs of music, but I really do believe that you can find a music community, you know, wherever there are people creating art, you know. I think that San Francisco Bay Area has a ton of great musicians and it's a place that, you know, I love very much, would hope to stay here. So I think it's important to, you know, represent the place where you live and collaborate with local artists. And I mean, there's something just so important about being a part of a community, sharing musical ideas, sharing creative ideas, supporting one another at shows and encourages you to keep creating and makes you feel like, you know, you're a part of something. Absolutely. Now, you talked about collaborating um, and exchanging musical ideas with these like local indie bands. And I know that you played with Dear Rouge, the Y-Axis, Fellow Vessel, and clearly there's a support system. So what other Bay Area artists should we be on the alert for? Some friends of ours, The Session, they just played Stern Grove Festival. Our friend Mahoam is also, you know, definitely an artist that you should be keeping an eye out for. We are very lucky to be part of a sort of synthwave indie, you know, electronic group has been collaborating on a monthly series called Star Crash that is hosted by DNA Lounge. We played the second Star Crash ever and that was February of 2020 and then of course the pandemic hit and so all of the monthly events uh, that had been booked had to be canceled you know the live performances so our friends Vice Rain are the ones who put together that event and as it became very clear that you know live shows were going to be on hold Remy of Vice Rain kind of revamped the event to be a online only webcast also still hosted on DNA Lounge's website and so that was really a great place for us to get together virtually with other local artists like Nervous Lovers and Great Highway, Contain Her, Vandal Moon. We are really excited that they are going to be back in person on Thursday, July 22nd. Uh, Star Crash returns in person to DNA Lounge. And so just really, really happy that we can be in a place now where we're back to getting together in person. I believe that that event will be headlined by Great Highway, which is another local Bay Area band. Yeah, I know going back to Mike Matthews podcast when you were originally as a trio now as a duo with more focused electronic sound and you've discussed topics from climate change mental health self care in the digital age. Now, Leanne, I know that you have a background in psychotherapy and in music. So what's the challenge when it comes to writing, creating and producing music and keep having that dancey synth pop vibe, although your band is considered very dark wave? 
writing is definitely a way for me to process my own feelings, my own, you know, mental health stuff. You know, my lyric writing process is definitely a place where I can weave the two things together very um, naturally. Writing is a very cathartic process. I just write from what's going on for me, you know, internally, you know, when possible, just create beauty from, you know, from the darkness, because there is so much to feel, you know, discouraged about in today's world. It's important that we find moments of beauty, moments of joy, moments of celebration, so that we have, you know, hope. And so that's, I think, where my, um, you know, if I can add a dancey beat or an upbeat sort of energy to a song, I think that that is where that comes from. Dancing because we have to find ways to feel joyful, you know, we have to find a way to keep going. Exactly. We can't let this pandemic nature, you know, bring us down. So, and you also have a third member really as part of New Spell and it's Max, your producer. So when you collaborate with Max and you compose the music with Jacob, how do you like are able to capture the right mood for each track? Because of the pandemic, the way that we have started working on songs or the way that we have been working on songs has kind of shifted a little bit. So originally I would come up with a song idea and then me and Jake would kind of workshop it and we'd, you know, get it to a certain place through performance and through working together. And then we would give that to Max and or we would record it and, and send it to him. And so the song already would have an identity before we sent it to Max. Last EP of Time Part 3, there was one track where um, Max really kind of, you know, got access to the song a little earlier in the process. So it was just piano and vocals. And from there, he shaped it into its identity. You know, due to the pandemic, that's kind of how things have organically started to go. You know, with this new music that we're working on, I basically just gave him, you know, a bunch of iPhone demos, just me on the piano, you know, in a very, very early stage. And so we've started to kind of imagine where the song is going and then you know Jake will come in at a later stage and you know give drums and stuff so it's always an evolving process we have worked remotely you know before and so I think that that's not something that we're uncomfortable with it will be nice that we can get together again in person so um, you know there's sometimes like the actual recording process you know, like recording vocals, where it really helps when Max is in the room. Now, Leanne, you also work for Alibi Music. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I've done some work on some custom, you know, writing uh, work before. I've done a few commercials independently. I've done um, some indie films as well. My boss, Kent, was looking for an assistant. And so a few years ago, I applied and I started doing some editing work and some just assistant work for him. And then gradually he started giving me commercial writing assignments. I composed for them as needed basis. It's definitely something that it's a different process than writing for New Spell. You know, writing for New Spell is definitely very much from the depths of my soul, you know, and, but writing more commercial music for commercial 
purposes. It's more technical, I would say. It's sometimes writing in different genres that I haven't explored before. It's a different process, but it's still really fun. And I feel really lucky to be able to write music for that purpose. Yeah, I'm really happy for you too, because you write music for a living. But then also your day job is being a counselor. Now, our mutual friend, Mike Matthews, he is dating a lovely therapist. And she wants to know, because you're also a therapist, and you're also an artist. Now, with your roles, how do you use that creativity? And how do you use your strength as an artist to reflect you being a therapist and vice versa? That's a great question. I really love that question. My background in psychotherapy for music, I think lyrically, it comes out very naturally. I mentioned that songwriting for me is somewhat of a catharsis, somewhat of a, you know, an internal process put into, you know, music. Both disciplines have you know, an inherent creativity that's required. So like as a therapist, I have to be creative about how I work with different clients, be creative about, be flexible in how I uh, work with different clients. And I think that it's a skill of going with the flow, of not getting too attached to a specific outcome. I might have a song idea or I might have a, a treatment goal and you know based on the production process or based on with the client you might have to adjust how you're doing things. You might have to adjust the goal. You might have to take a break sometimes and come back and look at things in a different way. So I think that that is how they both influence one another. Absolutely. And which you are. You are the genius behind New Spell as well as Jacob and Max.
So you performed in small local Bay Area venues. What is your dream Bay Area venue to play for New Spell? I love playing the rickshaw stop. We've gotten to play there once as an opening act. I would love to play there as like a you know headlining act someday. I, of course, you know, Great American Music Hall or The Independent would be incredible as well. And Bomb the Hill, too, is, a, is oh, great as yeah. well as Cafe du Nord. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I love Bottom of the Hill. I love Cafe du Nord. We've been lucky to play those venues as well. Can't wait for another chance to play them soon. You have to let me and Mike know. We'll both see New Spell. Wonderful. So you have a lot of musical heroes that influence New Spell, but which of those heroes have you seen in concert? The biggest one that I've seen or the one that I've seen most often is Radiohead. Oh, gosh. One of my friends actually has the number of how many times I've seen them because he is a radio head. I've seen them about six times. My favorite show of all time of theirs was at the Greek Theater. That venue is probably my favorite venue in the Bay Area. I love the Greek. All right. I'm predicting that New Spell will play at the Greek Theater. And actually, I remember them playing there. I wanted to see them. I have not yet seen Radiohead. But have you seen the Vincent Van Gogh exhibit in San Francisco? I haven't yet, but I have tickets soon. <gasps> awesome. Okay. So actually, Tom York, he composed and produced the music because you could see his name at the credits. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm really excited. Even more excited. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then I got myself at the gift shop. I got a, a Starry Night wallet because I needed a new wallet. I'm like, all right, this is perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And talk about someone who was a very, you know, Vincent uh, Van Gogh or Van Gogh, whatever you want to call him. But he was definitely one of those like dark, tormented artist who drew beautiful paintings and you know had like this very sad life but again like you look at those paintings you would not think that there is any sadness to him right yeah definitely a, a tortured soul who had that creativity and unfortunately and mental health struggles sometimes go hand in hand so since your band is new spell if you could conjure a spell what would it be oh goodness um I think it would be, if I could conjure a spell, it would be something that would heal the planet. Um, I think that that's, we're in a place where our earth is really crying out for help and the inertia of our modern life, how we, you know, just keep on using up resources and polluting. And that would be my spell is to conjure a way to make things more sustainable, help people live on a healthier planet. That's a good answer. That's terrific. Honestly, I would have said I would cast a spell that people would like listen to my music. Like, you know, like the whole scene from Hocus Pocus where like I put a spell on you, which you did a cover that yes. I did see on YouTube. But you also want to gain fans organically and not put a spell and like hypnotize them to like, no, listen to my music. Right. And ultimately, I mean, I would rather, honestly, if, if we could stop this, you know, the runaway train of climate change and again, like heal and help have a healthier planet to live on, like, that's fine. I wouldn't care if there was just 
you know, two people listening to my music. I don't know, I find so much of my inspiration from natural beauty and seeing, you know, the wildfires, seeing devastation. It's really hard to find hope when things just feel like they're you know, falling apart. <laughs> yeah. And I think your music makes darkness out of beauty. So and it's very magical, as you mentioned. Now your EP of time of all these years you've been together from like the early 2000s, like what's been a memorable moment being in that band? The shows that we've had that have just been, I would say like going on tour we had some regional tours that i booked for us making friends on you know with bands in different areas of california and you know playing shows where like everybody was just like on the same frequency there's something really palpable about that you know um, when people are really receiving the music it really helps the performance it really helps i don't know there's something very magical about it and then what is next or new for new spell i guess our next album ep or whatever it turns out to be so i have about you know a dozen songs that are in pre-production and we'll probably start releasing singles as soon as they're ready it's been a while since we released any new music so of course, I'm anxious to keep putting music out there and keep things progressing. We have some new music in the works. No real timeline on when that will be coming out. I would say probably sometime in fall of 2021 is when we might release you know, a song or two. And then we'll just keep on releasing music until hopefully forever. <laughs>
what a therapeutic and haunting track that was from new spell that was their song never change and earlier was their other track you win both are featured off their ep of time which is a three-parter each part represents the past present and future well, that wraps up my interview with Leanne Kelly of New Spells. So big thank you to her and a big thank you to you KCSS listeners for sticking around and hope that you enjoy the music. And yes, let's continue to show our support for New Spell forever. Did you like that? That was my sandlot. <laughs> forever. Be sure to check out the event that Leanne Kelly mentioned earlier, which is Star Crash at the DNA Lounge happening Thursday, July 22nd. So if you're free and you are missing concerts and you're into the synthwave movement that's happening in the Bay Area, go ahead, enjoy some live music. Well, hopefully you became a new fan of New Spell and eventually you get to see them live as well because I'm looking forward to when that day comes. Until then, KCSS listeners, this has been Chanel of the Jam On It podcast.